You know, like you're saying that Africa's trying to kill you. Apparently, salad is trying to kill you as well. Really? Like the um, I don't know where I heard this, but they were talking about the fact that a, a plant's uh, let's say lettuce is it, its main purpose is to live, and that that's what it wants to do. It wants <laughs> yeah. to survive, yeah. and although it can't run away, they do have like defense mechanisms. So like. Say if a, if an animal there's certain plants that if an animal was to come and, and yeah. eat it, it, it would start to release yeah. like a toxin that the animal yeah. would be like, oh god, that tastes bitter or whatever yeah. to make it not yeah. want to eat it. And a, a, apparently the the moment that you that you cut a lettuce and and it starts to because it feels it's under attack, you know, and it's trying to survive. Okay. So um, I guess this is where you know the fresher the better because it's it's not produced any of these like chemicals within it that, that, that makes it taste bad or and, and that takes me back we're talking about seasonal seasonal eating seasonal sort mm. of we can get lettuce every day of the year now how far has it traveled where's it come from how far down the process of becoming a toxin is it yeah when you get it yeah it's like, so the best thing we can do and what did they do yeah. to it to, to keep make it, it to fucking yeah. survive yeah, yeah. That, that time, one, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's there's a big difference in buying stuff from the supermarket to yeah. growing your own stuff. Grow your own and live. And and, and and it seems like the 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 world's against that now. You know, government. Like, did you know that the the UK government are offering um, buyouts right. for farmers? It's on the .gov website. Yeah. They're actually offering to buy farms up. Just stop farming. You just sell it. We'll give you a nice purse, and you just fuck off and 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 leave, leave it to us. Centralizing the uh, the the food supply, you know, and and and. Yeah. But it's it's on the yeah. government website. Like holy shit! I mean, you're taking away like generations of knowledge and experience and understanding of the land. Yeah. And and essentially giving it to uh, uh, corporations who think that they know what's better and what they're going to give us is the fucking lettuce that was grown in a yeah. in a polytunnel in Spain full of preservatives and you know it, and, and 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 stopping us being able to like get food that is relatively yeah. fresh you know um but there's also uh, a law in the UK and I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the world where uh, it's to do with allotments right. and um, how much yeah. you are allowed to grow did you know there's a Didn't legal limit on how many fucking carrots you grow Didn't know that. or how many lettuce or how many there's actually a legal limit you are not allowed to grow enough stuff so that you can be self-sufficient the limit is set yeah. so that you have to, unless, unless you're classed as a farmer, yeah. if you've got an allotment, you can only grow so many carrots, like potatoes and whatever, because they don't want you to be self-sufficient. They don't want you to, um, to, 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 to do any of that. They want to control that. 
you know, so like a lot of the a lot of the problems in the in the world that we've, we've got are, are, are natural problems, mm. but there's a lot of hell, bloody unnatural yeah. problems, and it comes down to corporations and power and greed power. and ego. It's greed, and, yeah. yeah. Um, Ukraine, Ukraine is all about grain. Mm. It's all about the grain stock. Right. Most of the world's grain is grown in Ukraine, isn't it? And the Russians want in on in on a bit of that. It's like that's one of the main drivers for them being there. It's, food security is massive. One that's, of the, one of the things gonna... that I've heard about the Ukraine is that Russia's not at war with the Ukraine. Russia's at war with the UN in the Ukraine. They don't want them on the doorstep. They don't want them setting up the fucking chemical labs in yeah. the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and all the other stuff that, that is going yeah. on in the Ukraine. Why is Joe Biden's son like so heavily involved in the U? In fact, Joe Biden's got yeah. a lot yeah. of interest in the Ukraine. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so like. It makes a lot of sense that you know it's when food. you look at it. Yeah, like I mean, if you think about the world's population, I mean, it's grown, gee, exponentially over the last sort of three or four generations. There's, yeah. there's actually too many people in the world. Yeah. It's the long and short of it. We're keeping people alive a lot longer. So but, but there's, there's too many people according to who? Yeah. Well, according to the fact that the Earth can't sustain so many people, so. But is that right? It, that's what they're telling us. Because yeah, that's what they tell us. But like Haiti, as an example, yeah. you know, a fucking tsunami happens, earthquakes happen, they get fucking flattened. The Red Cross, like uh, charities, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, oh help, 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 help Haiti, you know, yeah. and they're bringing millions and millions of pounds and yeah. dollars and whatever. And what did they do? They built about twenty houses. That's what they did. The rest of the money got eaten up by the Red Cross, you know? They built about 20 yeah. houses. Now here's a question for you. Is there enough resources in the world to build them new houses? Is there enough wood? Is there enough clay? Is there enough yeah. resources? Yes, there is. Do they have enough money to afford mm. to buy those resources that people have claimed to be their own? No, they don't. Mm. So the fact is, no fucking problems in the world will get sorted unless there is some sort of financial compensation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it comes down to money again. The resources, there's enough land to, 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 for agriculture. Yeah. You could look at vertical farming, you could, and, and energy, you can look at all the, yeah. well, you know, that's a whole other matter well, getting lots of yeah. energy, yeah, yeah, considering definitely. the fact that you can run your car on water, yeah. you know? Yeah. But they don't want you to do that because no. they can't make any money from that. Yeah. So I think that the, the too many people on the planet thing is very questionable. Yes, we are breeding at a rate where there yeah. will be too many people if we don't, don't slow do something it about down. it. Yeah. But half the problem is we're breeding people who do nothing but take from society yeah. and consume. And very small percentage of people getting off the rats and creating something yeah. and adding to society instead of taking yeah. from it. You know? We need to be more we need to be more self sufficient. We need to be less reliant on the state, less reliant on but, but they're making it. They're making us because make, there's fucking yeah. carrot police. Obviously, the carrot. You know I mean? like, carrot police. <laughs> great right, job. It sounds crazy, but you know, in a sense, the yeah.
Father, we're in. What time is it? I don't. I haven't got a clock in here. Oh, I don't know. I don't need to look at my. Uh... In fact, we can tell we've been recording for two hours and forty minutes. Right, that's uh, that's pretty impressive because we barely took a breath. I oh, know we've been uh, putting the worlds to right, mate. Check my. Uh... Cuba. Uh, that you've met yeah. who edits all this one of the things he'll do is he'll look at the sound wave yeah. of the conversation and if there's a quiet spot he'll go and check it out and yeah. he'll, he, you know he'll, he'll remove it yeah, you know yeah. like I've gone out yeah, the room to get yeah. something so yeah. he'll probably nip in there and just kind of edit uh, that bit down a little bit but also I say um a lot I go um uh, 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 he, he thinks it's fucking hilarious, but he has to edit loads of them out because I, I'll be like, uh, 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 uh. and uh, he's got so good at recognizing my erms in the sound wave. Just see, so you can he just can chop them. see, yeah. he can recognize where an erm is and just go and take it out because he knows what it looks like in the sound wave. It'll look like. That's a skill in its own right, that isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, it's a skill in its own right. Yeah, no, it's been a, absolutely. I, I knew this was going to be a fascinating conversation, and it's it's got a lot more fascinating than uh, uh, even even I thought it would be. So, if I wanted to be a ranger, if I wanted to do something, yeah, because I am the sort of person that wants to do something. Um, in fact, I'm the sort of person who wants to do fucking everything. <laughs> I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. So, <laughs> yeah. but if I if I if I said to you, you know, like, what can I do? How can I help you um, uh, in, in, in your mission? What, 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 could, what would be the answer to that? The easiest, simplest, and the easiest and simplest answer I can give you is Game Rangers International. Yeah. So they've got a presence on social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, they've got, an, they've got a website. Um, and you can volunteer two weeks and you can go to Zambia or Zimbabwe or Angola, South Africa and you can go there, get some training with them and actually work with the rangers on the ground, whether it's, um, whether it's anti-poaching in the wider sense, like going out finding snares and destroying snares, pulling snares up, yeah. or it's um, working to repair it's pretty much what everything that a national trust warden does in the UK except there's big animals there yeah but you can go and do that you can do I've, um, I know people that have been over there been recently they've been they've never been to Africa before they were interested and I just said Game Rangers International so they've got in touch with them they've had the conversation they do a little bit of a, a, a virtual interview with them from London and then they'll basically just set up your flights fly you out there, you get picked up from the airport, you get taken out onto a reserve somewhere, and you live in, you live in a tent, but it's a nice tent. Mm -hmm. It's a, like a, a safari-style tent, and you live, in, live, in, live with the rangers, and you, you go out on uh, game drives, you go out on their, on, you do work around the reserve to, um, if they've got, if you go on a reserve that's got like uh, safaris going out on it, then you can go out with some of the safari guides, and they'll show you how to, track the animals, how to, what to look for, what the spur is, 
And that's where you'll know whether that's what you want to do. I've yet to meet someone who hasn't been out there as a volunteer with Game Rangers, because very different what I do. I'm very out of veterans focused and very much about operationally deploying with anti-poaching teams. Um, if there are any veterans out there who are interested, then Veterans for Wildlife website, get registered on the Veterans for Wildlife website, and we'll get back in touch with you, get a list of your skill sets, stick you on the database, and when a job comes in, we'll align your, your skill sets to the job, You'll probably have a bit of an interview with me. It's generally me that does it. Um, have a conversation if we feel that it's the right thing for each other. Um, if it's something that's mutually, you know, I tattoo a lot of uh, X-forces, mm. and I, I actually—it's another side story, but I like challenges, and I set set it set myself a challenge to get someone to quit the armed forces based on what I'd told them about mm. the armed forces mm. you know bringing the realisation because yeah, yeah. they, they don't know what it's no. about no. they don't know why they're there they're no. like, like I tell you now 90% of people who are in the no. forces just do it because it's a job they couldn't think of anything better to do yeah. it got them off the streets you yeah. know yeah. and then when they're in there they, they, they acquire a new family and you, yeah. you know like the 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 the, mm. the the camaraderie and the community yeah. and everything like that that's kind of what keeps them in there you know but um so i was speaking to this guy i was tattooing him and i says look um i've got this challenge i want to get someone to quit the forces based on what i told them about the forces and uh he says right okay i'm listening and it says well look if if you were to do this, you're helping me achieve a goal, so I'm going to help you achieve your goals. So when you come out, I'm going to help you do whatever you want to yeah. do. I've got yeah, your back yeah, 100%, yeah. right? If you want to do this, I'm going to help you. If you whatever you yeah. want to do. Yeah. And after a couple of sessions, it's a tattoo session, he was like, right, okay, do you know what? I'm going to do this. I was like, yes, right. So honestly, man is my word. You, yeah. you, you, you know, I've got your back here. And uh, so he says, well, what am I going to do? And I says, I don't know yet, but it's going to be fucking amazing. I can guarantee yeah, you that yeah, it is going yeah, to yeah, be amazing. Yeah. And he says, right, okay, I'm fucking doing it. So he went and handed his notice in a way. Yeah. So I guess he has to speak to his sergeant and then so they yeah, have a little yeah. meeting. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, you're there with a couple of people taking notes or whatever. And sergeant's there and he says, right, so um, why do you want to quit like do you realize that if you if you quit there's a a 30 percent homeless rate there's a 40 percent mm. suicide rate mm. there's um yeah. a 60 percent unemployment yeah. rate like what are you going to do when you leave us yeah, yeah. because we have fucked you right <laughs> there is no you know you're better off staying with us yeah. because the outside world's cruel and you're gonna you, you might commit suicide you might die you might be homeless you probably won't get a job and this lad turns around and says sir I don't know what I'm gonna do when I leave the army but Richard says it's gonna be fucking amazing so the sergeant must have been thinking who the fucking hell is this Richard yeah, right this guy. so yeah. then it goes up through the ranks you know you've got to like have a, yeah, have a, yeah, have a bigger yeah, meeting yeah and the same thing happened suicide rate homeless rate jobless rate mm. what are you gonna mm. do i don't know what i'm gonna do sir <laughs> but richard says it's gonna be fucking amazing well eventually we came up with this concept i, I realized that like 
there's nothing there mm. for them. Mm. There seems to be about three companies, organizations, corporations, whatever you want to call them, yeah. that are waiting on the gates as they're coming out. And they're there to then um, acquire these skilled men yeah. and reassign their training to another purpose, like close protection. Yeah. Like, you know, we've already spoke yeah. about it, going and protecting um, rich people yeah. in, in, yeah. in, in war-torn countries, celebrities yeah. or, or oil barons mm. or, you know, like, so that, or, or the media, yeah, you yeah. know, the, yeah. the, 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 the news and everything. You don't see that on the news, do you? You don't see, oh, like, the the, 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 the the news guy who's, like, fucking stood there with his helmet on and everything. You don't realise that he literally just nipped out there <laughs> to, to do that and then he's back, yeah. he's ushered back by a security team he didn't just walk out there on no, his own with his fucking no. cameraman and his press badge yeah, did he yeah but like until you said that i kind of thought he did no, do you know what i mean it, but yeah. like i never thought about the fact that there would be like a, a close protection team oh, yeah. around him like you yeah. know at all times you know protecting yeah. him i never thought about that you know but now it's obvious there's so much out there there, there is and one of the things that i that it's one of my bugbears about those organisations that take veterans when they come out of the military and repurpose their skills, they almost, they almost pigeonhole them into a security or health and safety. Well, that was it. Or, 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 they'll, or they'll, they'll pigeonhole them into something, right, all you're good for is security guarding, all you're good for is doing some safety stuff because you've got a bit of discipline about, amongst you. What they miss is the fact that um, in our time in the military, and the same for the emergency services, to be fair, in our time and what we do day to day in our life is we live and breathe in a volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world. Yeah. That is what we live. We, 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 do, we, we just live and breathe it. And we have a certain ability to be able to um, adapt. Our, we're like chameleons. We can adapt to our environment very, very quickly yeah. and get the best, to achieve the best effect. Yeah. And I've... I've spent a bit of time with, with veterans and I've actually got, I mean, I'm, I'm a performance coach as well as all the other things I do, I, I do coaching, but um, my, my, my passion when it comes to coaching is helping veterans to understand that, do you know something, and COVID was a prime example of it. You've got these corporate leaders, these executives, these corporate leaders, these heads of big organizations that are so driven by process that when COVID hit, they were fucked. They were like rabbits in the headlines yeah. because there wasn't a checklist for it. There wasn't something yeah. that they could do for it. So, and what I what I what I noticed was that those people who had them a military background or an emergency services background, they were able to deal with that 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 VUCA element of what was going on. That's what volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. Right. It's it's, it's a term coined. It's called VUCA. It's originated in the U.S. military, but. Um, but it's something that's real now and nowadays. And, and I, I help them to understand that actually from a crisis management perspective or a business continuity perspective, when you come out of the military or the emergency services, you are perfect to work with those corporate leaders that haven't got that agility to be able to do what they need to do when they hit a crisis or an off-normal condition. And to tell them, do you know something? You don't need to settle for being a security guard. You don't need to settle for, yes, you might want to go and do the, the close protection circuit, and by all means, go and have a crack at it. It's great fun. It's good, but you can't do that forever. And um, it will become stale after a while. So yeah. 
think about a bit wider than that and 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 they, they, they come round to that sort of way of thinking. So if I, if I take VUCA, volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous, and I break that down and say, so how do we defeat volatility? The only way that you can defeat volati volatility is by providing vision. So mm -hmm. people need to understand what they're, trying, what they're trying to achieve. If there's a volatile situation, you need to understand what the vision is to deal with it. And then you, then you think about that sort of... Um, the uncertainty element of VUCA. All uncertainty is is a lack of understanding. So create understanding to defeat the uncertainty element of it. Mm -hmm. Complexity, dead simple. Give some clarity. Mm -hmm. What I realised was by not just spending time with this guy, but um, you know, and what he was telling us, the process that he was yeah. now going through by leaving the, the forces. And um, like I say, I realised that there wasn't really anything there for them. No. And, the, you know, a choice of like, you know, repurposing sort of thing. But I also realised that these men and women that mm. are in the forces are highly programmable. Right, they they they've been trained to be to follow orders yeah. and and when they leave, the problem with depression, the problem with feeling lost, is because they haven't been reprogrammed. Yeah. Right, but they are highly programmable. So I says to him, um, it's called Scott. I says to him, how's about? You know, because he kept, kept yeah. on talking about what what yeah. you're going to do, what 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 am I going to help you do? And yeah, I 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. wanted to help him do whatever he wanted to do, but we had to find something that he wanted yeah. to do. And I says, what about if we set something up where we do what I'm doing for you right now? Mm. If if you were to be one of those people yeah. on the gate when people come out. And, you know, someone offers them to go close protection or do like, you know, go into the, yeah. the, you know, the police or something like that. But what about if there was someone there offering to help them help other people to come out yeah. and reacclimatize yeah. and retrain them in whatever they want to do? Yeah, because yeah. all we are is a result of what we have thought. Absolutely. Why not tell yeah. them when they come out, right, mate, you can have do be whatever you want in life and this is the start of your new mm. life what do you want to do tell me what you want to do yeah and we'll work out a way to do it and if you can't think of what to do i'm going to give you a hundred examples yeah. of what you could do yeah. take your pick yeah. or make up another one yeah if there was someone there if there was an organization on mm. those gates yeah telling people that and then helping the if they wanted to be a personal trainer, if they wanted to be an artist, right? How do you become an artist? Okay, well, first of all, we need to start doing some drawing. We need to yeah, yeah. start experimenting and playing yeah. with it. And then, how do you make money from that? Because I mm. need to make money. Well, like you could become a tattooist. How's about we train you to become a tattooist? Or how's about we t we teach you oil painting? Or yeah. how's about we teach you graphic design? Yeah. You know, like there's there's no yeah, yeah. limit to what no these limit. people are capable of. But for some reason, the people on the gates are just got right. Instead of 
the lazy bastards yeah. because all they're doing is going we'll use the training that you've been given and repurpose that training yeah. but these are highly programmable people yeah, yeah. that you Pretty could anything. reprogram them mm-hmm. in as much time it takes them to fucking retrain them to fucking yeah. you know so why not just reprogram them why, why not just give them every opportunity that, that, yeah. that, that, that they deserve in life? They're not given the opportunities. That, and and the one thing that they've got going against them is they need this structure, mm. you know, to, 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 to turn to, you know. So yeah. put a fucking structure in place, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that, that was what we, that was the concept that we ended up coming up with. Guess what he done when he left the army? Plus protection. Opened a fucking ice cream shop. Outstanding. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. So his, his family had yeah. been involved in the ice cream business, yeah. but like moved away from it. Yeah. And um, the, when he when, when he came out, actually, uh, that's brilliant. Opened an ice cream shop. Now I think he did go back into sort of TA type. All the reserves. Yeah. 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 I think because uh, you know he, he missed yeah. it. He still wanted to do his part and all that sort of stuff. I think he did go back into in, into that. And that I know that he's uh, now had kids, and you know, yeah, like yeah, his life's completely yeah. different to what it was back then. But it, I, you know, like to it's me, the art of the possible, isn't it? And for them to understand that there is way more, yeah. they've got way more to offer. Because most of us, and I'm not going to pigeonhole everybody, but most of us that joined the army did because we did shit at school. Yep. And that's not because we're thick. I mean, I got. I got postgraduate qualifications in the 30s so I'm not thick however I left school without an O level to my name you know yeah. and so therefore I was told that I could never be anything because yeah. I didn't have the the right badges yeah I was exactly the same and and you know something that that is no bigger driver for me than having a teacher at school telling me you'll make nothing of your life you'd be better off in the army yeah my art teacher told me I'd never make any money at art. <laughs> I got a D in art and a G in physics, yeah, and that was yeah, the only yeah, fucking yeah, exams that yeah. I even turned up at. Yeah. I, I got kicked out of school for tattooing right. when I was 12. Right, right. I tattooed half my class. I'd made yeah. a tattoo machine and I tattooed half my class. School fucking hated me. Yeah, I bet they did, and, and, and I hated school, so yeah. it was mutual, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, so, and then I've got a twin brother who was a prefect. And you know, did everything by the book, and you know, sun shone out of his ass. Yeah. Um. So, the, the, you know, I'd hear people talking about me and my brother, and they'd say, you know, to my mum, for instance, like, oh, isn't Philip brilliant? He's he's this <laughs> and he's that and he's the other, and oh, he's gonna go far. But I don't know what you're gonna do with Richard. And you know, yeah. I, I was that 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 problem child, you know. But um, you know the. The, according to school, according to the system, I was a failure, and I was always going to be a failure, you know. Yeah. But um, never make any money at art, you know. What's, yeah. go, what's, happening, what's happening right now? Right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, so I've proved them all wrong, and I didn't set out with the intention of proving no. them wrong. I just followed my bliss, absolutely. And doors yeah. opened yeah. where there were only walls, absolutely, yeah. You know, no, I, didn't, I wasn't listening to them. You know, the thing that kind of kicked me off with the with the secret was um, the, the I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a car designer. 
and I said, I want to, I was, when I was eight, I said, I want to be, you know, when they said, what do you want to do when you grow up? I said, I want to be a car designer. And they says, oh, well, stick in at school, Richard, and get good qualifications, and then you go to university, and da 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 da, da and eventually yeah. you maybe get a job as a, as a car designer. And obviously they're thinking, he'll never be a fucking car designer, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we'll, uh, so, by the time, you know, school really showed its colours, and I showed mine, None of that shit was happening. Yeah. You know, I wasn't getting good, yeah. good, good education. I, yeah. I wasn't getting good results. It, it just wasn't going to happen. But I never gave up hope. Well, not so much hope, but I just, I didn't care what they said, mm. and I just kept on doing yeah. what I loved yeah. doing, which was drawing cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. by. Uh, by me doing that, by the time I was 19, I designed a car and I wanted to build it. So I got myself a welder and I got myself an old car and I started teaching myself how to weld. And then the winter came and I got a garage because it was fucking cold on the yeah, front of the yeah, house. Yeah. And th then I started working in the garage. And then people started coming and saying, Richard, can you fix my car? It's failed at MOT. Now I was getting paid to fix people's yeah, and learn to yeah, weld. I was still yeah, learning to yeah, weld, but people yeah, were paying us, you yeah. know? And so um, that went on for a year. And then I, w I was like, hang on a minute. I haven't even finished my fucking car. I got bloody good at welding, yeah. but I hadn't even finished my own car. So I said to them, right, I opened this garage to do what I want to do. So if 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 you're not going to let me do what I want to do to your car, mm. then I'm not touching your car. So the first person that come in uh, after I'd made this statement was a guy with a Vauxhall Nova, <laughs> and he'd had, a, he'd had a shunt, and he needed a new front bumper. And I told him the new rules, and he says, right, okay, go on then, let's give it a go. So I says, right, well, I need a, a batch of money, and uh, I need some time, and I need your car. So he gave us it, and I would, now in this story, I'll say three months later, the car rolled out the garage. It was maybe a little bit longer, longer than, than three that. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, either way, it happened. It came out that garage, and it got a, the first thing happened was it got a fucking seven-page feature in Total Vauxhall magazine. Brilliant. And then obviously people seen that and they were like, "Oh, can you can you build me a car?" And and so uh, I done a Honda CRX that got like a five-page feature in, wow. in Jack Performance magazine, and it just went boom, 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 boom until I was working on cars that were winning best in Britain. Brilliant. Uh, twice uh, I worked on uh, uh, yeah. two best in Britain winners. I mean, I didn't like build the whole car, yeah. but you know, I, I, I touched it. You know, I, yeah, my, my work yeah, was yeah. in it. Um, so, uh, and th and then like you know, I kind of went through a, a period of time where we were at shows every weekend. I was winning trophies that were yeah. bigger than me, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I was like, you know, I was on the front cover of fucking magazines, and yeah. you know, it was just, a, it was a crazy experience to, to go through. And then the recession came, and I lost everything, and my dad died. Yeah, literally, like, you know, all at the same time, and I ended up very depressed. I'd lost my business. I'd, you know. I'd yeah. lost my dad and um, I'd also had this situation a little bit like the Instagram thing that you we were talking about earlier on where people perceived me as being this 
successful person that had, you know, kind mm. of really achieved something. But And I was at the top, and it was clear that I was at the top. But then all of a sudden I was on my ass at yeah. the bottom. And, you know, I actually, like, developed agoraphobia. Mm. I didn't want to go out of the house. Mm. I had to take a run-up yeah. at the front door to get out of the fucking front door. Shit. Once I was out, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. But to out go then. out was really difficult. And I'd be pacing up and down the, behind the door before... It was it was a bizarre thing, a bizarre feeling. I'd never thought anything like that before. Anyway, um, I, I went through this whole process of... Uh, kind of coming to terms with things that had happened and stuff. And I was in the kitchen one day, and I remember this vividly. I was looking at the wall, which I'd painted to look like there was orange jam, like marmalade oh, right, yeah. dripping oh, down, right, down yeah. this cream yeah. wall, you know? So it was, it was uh, you know, it was quite arty kitchen. And um, I was thinking to myself, Richard, do you know what? You've beaten yourself up and made yourself ill mm. about all the things that went wrong in your life up to yeah. now. Yeah. And you haven't once gave yourself the credit mm. for the things that went right. Yeah. And at that moment, I thought, hang on a minute. Yeah. You achieved your childhood dream. Yeah. You achieved your childhood dream and you haven't even fucking noticed it. Yeah. Now, I, I, I thought I was going to work for Henry Ford, but I fucking wasn't working for Henry Ford. So I guess that was my image of being a car designer. Mm. But I was getting paid yeah. to draw a pencil drawing of what I was going to do to someone's car. And then I was doing, doing it. it. And yeah. then I was winning fucking trophies for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'd been too busy, like, enjoying the journey and living yeah. the dream that I didn't yeah. realise yeah. I was actually yeah. living the dream, living you know? Dream, yeah. And um, so my next thought was well how the fucking hell did I do that I was like holy shit I really hadn't realised I'd done it yeah. so I was like and like I said I'm staring at the wall and I'm now talking to the wall I'm, uh, this is coming out of my mouth I'm going how the fucking hell did I do that like how the fuck did I do that like, it was blowing my mind it yeah, was yeah, absolutely yeah. blowing my mind yeah. well the next day my pal comes round and he hands us a DVD I says what's this he says it's the uh, the film that goes with the book that your mate gave you that you didn't read because you don't like reading books. Mm. So I figured you might watch the film. Yeah. The Secret. Oh, right, yeah. Door opens. So, yeah, exactly. So in that film was that quote, all we are is a result of what we thought. And at that moment, I realised yeah. that my... Uh, my disregard for them saying that I couldn't do it mm. and my just passion yeah. for cars and drawing cars and 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 dreaming of cars yeah. and, and and painting cars and, and and building cars and doing all that sort of stuff it actually led yeah. to the goal yeah yeah um and it, it so it was all to do with my thoughts it, what was yeah. what I was thinking that's how I achieved it so at that moment, I realised that my thoughts are the most powerful thing that I have and that I can create anything I want. And I've not only created the success in my life that I wanted yeah. when I was a child, but also I'd created the illness, the depression, yeah. 
the 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 the, the shit feeling of yeah. like I don't like this. My dad's been took away from me. I've lost my business. I've lost all my money. My ego was saying that fucking people think I'm, yeah. I'm some sort yeah. of a failure, you know. But I hadn't realised that I'd achieved something that most people like could, could, couldn't you know possibly do unless they put the amount of effort and passion yeah. and thought that, that, I, yeah. that I had into something. So when on that, on that day, I made a decision to stop watching the telly because I thought the telly controls your thoughts. Yeah. The, te- the telly, if you're watching Coronation Street, you're thinking about Coronation Street, you know. You're not thinking about, yeah. And so I made a very mm. conscious decision to stop watching the telly. Mm. And I can honestly say to you, that I have not switched the telly on to watch it mm. in 15 years. Oh. Well, that, that, that was the back of 2007, yeah, yeah, yeah. start of 2008, so however, however long that is. Yeah. The only time I've ever put a telly on was is for my daughter to watch it. Yeah. I have never, I have never sat in front yeah. of a telly with the intention to watch it and switched it on. Uh, and like these days, I, I've got to pass the TV, you know, if she wants us to, t- to change something, so I've got to pass it to her because I don't even know how to work the fucking remote. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know how to yeah, work the yeah, remote, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, you know, like, the again, it's funny how the law of attractions came into this conversation quite a lot as well. Well, I think it's because it's really important and I think it's because it needs talked about. Mm. And I suppose my question for you is, is what would have happened had you not had that had there not been a crash had your dad not died had your business not gone under well for a start uh, i might never have realized this you know and one of the things that has happened since then because of that that moment 100% 100% because of that moment. Um, first of all, I started to experiment with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, okay, so if this works and if like writing stuff down and visualizing and having mm-hmm. a vision board and fucking da 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 all works, then I'm, you know, they say it works, I'm going to put it to the test. And I feel like I was already living proof of that anyway. Yeah. So I figured if I can, if I can do, if I've done this up to now, yeah. Knowing this, now knowing this, what can I do now? So this is when my depression ended because now I had something to do. And this is where I got off my ass, stopped feeling fucking sorry for myself. And this was causing me pains, like I was feeling like I was having a fucking heart attack. And I got off my ass and I started doing stuff. And I thought, right, if I'd done that then, then what can I make now? Yeah. And I, I, I set about recreating my life using the principles that I'd been using but didn't understand. Yeah. And my life just went from better to better to better to better yeah. to better. And it's been a, a, a constant growth for years. Do you know what? It's leveled out a lot over this last few years. It's leveled out. And this comes down to the intolerance thing. My life is, I, I, I feel like fucking Peter Pan. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 if, yeah. if you noticed, I, I, I still build custom cars, yeah. I still play with cars, yeah. I do me engraving, I carve opals, mm. I, I get to uh, tattoo people and meet the most amazing people and have amazing yeah, conversations. Yeah. I am fucking happy, yeah. you know? So, like, I'm not striving to be a millionaire. No. That would be nice. Yeah. But, like, 
do you know what? If I was a fucking millionaire, I'd be the same person. I'd do the <laughs> exact same thing. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. everything I am doing yeah. is my passion. Yeah. This is yeah, what yeah, I yeah. love to do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the money would change me at all. Isn't it a really fulfilling place to be in? Because I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm, and I think, I suppose, and again, it's, it's an element of the secret, isn't it? When you, when, when you talk about everything happens for a reason. And, and, and if, if there's anybody listening, I suppose, who is having a shit time at the minute, they just got to try to understand that they're exactly where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And that, that's really important. And the only thing that's going to make a difference is them. Yeah. Nobody else is going to help you. No, <laughs> no. As much as you'd like to think that there's someone going to come along and fucking no. make things better. Jim Rohn says, um, the, the guy says, I'm just waiting for somebody to come along and turn me on, you know, to switch yeah, yeah. on my life, to, to yeah, give yeah, me yeah. these opportunities. Yeah. And Jim says, what if they don't fucking show up? Yeah. You know, so yeah. it, it, it's, it, it comes down to you. And even if you do actually need that person, yeah, you got to go looking for them yeah. as much as they've got to come You've got to get out there. Because that's the way it yeah. works. So, yeah, it all comes down to getting off your ass and fucking doing something about it. It really does. Yeah, you don't want to end up on your deathbed regretting the shit you never did. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that you don't want to be there pleading for more time when you need to get there and know that you've lived the best life that you can live mm. as your authentic self. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, um, it may seem a little bit weird for people listening to an ex-military guy <laughs> talking about stuff like this, but it's, to have a spiritual connection with yourself is massively important in everything you do. Yeah. You know, there's a, even in uh, certain elements of the special forces, there's a real emphasis on mindfulness and breathing and being able to recalibrate yourself before you go out there to deliver and it's even though people might say oh meditation's not for me well don't meditate just spend a little bit of time with your eyes closed every now and again and just do a top to toe survey I call it basically just concentrate on the top of your head find out what's going up there don't do anything about it just acknowledge it what's happening in here now how my eyes feeling? Don't do anything about it. Just acknowledge it, and then go right down your body, and then back up again, and then you find that you've just done about five minutes of mindful thinking that will set you up for the day, energize you. Do you think that like um, doing things that you get lost in? You know those things that oh, like yeah. when time stops, yeah. when you're in flow. Yeah, when you're in yeah. flow state, when you're in that kind of whatever it is, if you're creating something or, and I'm not talking about fucking telly, you know, or I enjoyed that film. No. I'm talking about like being in the moment, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. whether it's walking or for me, working with cars. Yeah. Like, do you think that's meditation? I think it is. It's mindful. It's mindfulness. It's about being totally and so 
it's it's when you're doing something and time just disappears. Yeah. And before you know, like shit, it's dark. How did that happen? Yeah. Writers get it. Yeah. When a writer is in flow. Yeah. They won't have any eye concept of what time of day it is because they're in flow. They're, 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 they're creating what it is they put on the paper. Yeah. And I do think it's, a, it's um, I think meditations are a very, it's a wide, really wide sort of Yeah, because people thing. think of meditation, you think you've got to sit on the deck with your legs yeah, crossed and yeah, you're no. thumbing your forefinger yeah, held yeah, together. Yeah, and, yeah. and that, and um, you know, my friend, he, he tried to teach us like a simple meditation, which was count, I think it was count backwards from 10 and then imagine yourself in space and look at all the stars and then he says imagine an apple in the distance go over to the apple and it's a massive apple and you, you scratch at the surface and you smell the apple and then you peel a bit of the yeah, skin off yeah. and then you crawl your way into this apple and uh, go, go and find the seeds and have a look at them and yeah, see what's yeah, like yeah, inside yeah. this apple and then come back out the apple pull away from the apple and then count backwards from 10 again and boom that's you done and i really struggle with that because i only ever got to fucking seven do you know what i mean yeah, be, yeah. Be, before my yeah, head just was like place, something yeah. else was coming yeah, up you yeah, know what i mean yeah. and, and um I, I really struggled no. with that level of focus but see it's different for everybody i think yeah see when i'm working with a car yeah so that like it's not talking to me. I'm not talking to yeah. it. There's just me in the car, yeah. right? That I find very therapeutic. It's mm. it's, it's it's one of those things where time yeah, just yeah. stops. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I'm um, down in the recording studio, you see yeah. I've got yeah. like, my yeah. decks and that in there. When when I'm on the decks, all I'm thinking about is the music. I'm thinking about the mix. I'm thinking about the beats. I, yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah. very yeah. focused. Yeah. DJing is one thing that cancels everything else out for me. Yeah. Cars are one yeah. thing that cancels. Art does not do that. Yeah. Tattooing does not do that. Yeah, yeah. It can for moments. Yeah. But I'm able to tattoo, as you've noticed. Yeah. There's a fucking rhino on your arm now. Yeah, and and, and we have home. not stopped talking, and yeah. I have not been concentrating on the tattoo. I've done that like autopilot yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I know it that well, and, and I'm able to. Yeah. But, so tattooing for me doesn't cause this. No deep concentration like it maybe does in a lot of people but it it, it, it doesn't in me like um yeah. I get partly it. because of someone there yeah and you know yeah you, mm. having a conversation that's different it's conversations with yourself that uh uh you know that inner voice that inner voice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's acknowledging it it's not trying to blank it out and to because that's you and if you try and move past that sometimes, you can get to a really quite interesting place of uh, awareness about just how just just how focused you can be on something without realising you're focused on it. Mm. You're in the zone. Yeah, in the zone, the fl in flow. Yeah. You can do it. Anything, you know, any task you do, you can probably get into flow if you just focus on it. Yeah. For me, it's about if I'm doing something, do it well. Focus on doing it well, even if it's just emptying the dishwasher. Or if it's throwing a hoover around. Just focus on doing it well. You know, just the little things like that can make a difference. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't do it that often, but just on the uh, throwing the hoover around. Like, 
I, I don't know what goes through most people's minds when they're doing the hoovering, but here's what goes through my mind. It's like a fucking racetrack, right? I'm like <laughs> making car noises. I'm like, wow, wow, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I run about this shop, which yeah. is like, you know, yeah. four stories, including the basement. Yeah. And I'm making car noises in my head. In my head, um, there's like tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if someone comes around the corner, <laughs> I actually make that noise, it comes out. I automatically make a skid noise yeah. when, when, you know, yeah. um, I'm, you know, think to myself I'm such a fucking child sometimes but I've got absolutely yeah, no yeah. intention no. of growing up no. and, and not being this person no. who, who, who I am you know what I mean um, but yeah it's uh, the stuff that's because our minds are always thinking yeah and in the secret it says you know it doesn't matter whether you're thinking about the past the present or the future you are always casting thought yeah yeah absolutely and uh, yeah. you know if you if you're thinking about um, the the future, then you're creating. If you're thinking about the past, you're observing. Yeah. You know, and a but, lot of our hang-ups about ourselves are in the past. We can't change it. It's happened. Yeah. And a lot of other our other hang-ups are shit that's in the future that actually haven't happened yet. So don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. Um. So saying that. I think it might have been the dad again a lot of them do come from him that the past is history the future is a mystery but the present's a gift so just grab hold of it no it wasn't your dad that was kung fu panda was that kung fu panda was it? <laughs> probably i don't know who it was. I, I, I know that that quote i was, don't know who it was yeah. yeah i don't know where i heard it but but today's a gift that's why they call it the present yeah that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah 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 um i i know that that quote was was dropped in 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 kung fu panda. i knew i'd heard it somewhere but i've never seen kung fu panda so. <laughs> but you know it's true though it didn't Wherever it, it came did from. It, you know what i mean they've yeah. got it from somewhere else they maybe got it from your dad i don't know he probably got it from somewhere else he's not that bright <laughs> yeah but no i think there's a lot a lot in it again back to stoicism control the controllables don't worry about shit that's happened because you can't change it and don't worry about it. Winston Churchill or somebody said, uh, you know, I spent most of my, well, I spent 90% of my life worrying about some really horrendous things. 10% um, of, of, of them actually happened. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So. Back to Africa. Yeah. Um, experiences with like lions and how you, people think of. You don't have tigers in Africa, no? No, no, no. no. Um, no. So. Or bears. Right. Other than ant bears and things like that, but not lions and tigers and bears. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, have you ever had a situation where you came face to face with a fucking lion? Is it true that if you stand in front of an elephant and don't run, it'll it'll turn around and stop trying to fucking flatten you? Um, you know, what is it like meeting these creatures face to face? It's awe-inspiring, I think, is the key thing. Um, there is a ruling. There is a ruling in the bush. Whatever you do, don't run. Um, however, that can be difficult. Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of um, 
I've, I've never felt threatened. I've had some, some, some instances when I've not been operating and I've actually just been on a safari. So I was on safari with my son and my dad in Botswana a few years ago and we were camped and we'd had the campfire going and, we, you know, there's, it's, you, you go out of camp to, you know, spend a penny if you like and come back in and then we were just sitting there turning around and there's a bloody hyena literally right behind us in the camp exactly coming it came in the direction that my son had just been for a piss right. so uh, I had a really interesting one when I was a child uh, a child a teenager um, I was out I was out in the bush with my dad and my stepmother and um, we parked up near a waterhole um, I was on a roof tent, so not like modern day roof tents, it was literally an old tent that we pitched on the roof. And, um, and they were in a ground, ground tent. And uh, we could hear lions, we could hear the lions, they were out and about, they were roaring and stuff, making the grumbles. And um, there was a extremely loud uh, roar, if you like. So I popped my head out of my roof tent and thought, hmm, I think I'm going to get inside the Land Rover. So I climbed down into the side of the Land Rover, um, dropped the seats and was lying in the back of the Land Rover. And then there was a, another horrendous roar. And the next thing I know, the side door opened, the mattress flew in, and my dad and my stepmother piled into it. I was laughing my head off at them. Mm -hmm. I thought it was hilarious that they'd run in and doing it. And then um, my stepmother was looking at me with a strange little look on her face, like that, and I turned around and literally looking in the side, looking down at us in a Land Rover. Bear in mind, it was an old, it's, it's like in the 80s, so it was an old Land Rover, so they were quite high up. And then looking down at me, and I was in the, literally with his nose almost touching the window, was the biggest Kalahari male lion I've ever seen in my life. And it was just fucking staring at us. Wow. Okay. Did a little bit of weed Shit. come out at that point? That was uh, <laughs> not so much then. The next morning was interesting because we'd been nipping out to the we'd been round the fire and nipped out to the loo a few times, just off out of the sight of the firelight, and then come back again. And then um, we went out to look. We were just looking at the tracks because obviously we'd, we'd, we know how old they are, how long the tracks have been there for. Get a gauge of size of this creature because it was, it was a monster, huge animal, and then um, literally you could see the wet patch where I'd been to the toilet, and literally next to it were the biggest lion prints you could, I've, ever, I've, I've yet to see, I'd see again, and then um, both me and me and my dad looked at the prints and we, we we made a deduction that the lion was literally there either just before I went to the toilet or literally straight after I went to the toilet. So that thing had been walking around our camp while we'd been sitting out wandering out for the piss and stuff like that and not even known about it. Um, that was quite sobering. Yeah, very. It's probably because we parked on, the, on his route to the waterhole mm. um, without realising it. Just curious wow. to see what we were doing. So, 
you know, people getting going over there and getting mauled off a, a or even like torn to bits off a, you know, like a lion. Is that something that happens, or a lion's more just on the subject of lions, no other creatures, yeah. but a lion's like, ah, I'm not, not fucking messing with the humans, I'd rather eat an antelope sort of thing. Lions are bloody lazy. They're not gonna, they're gonna go for the easiest option all the time. And the only time you're really at threat from a, from a lion is if it's old or injured and can't hunt. Right. Or if you corner it, if you back it into a corner, and it has to defend itself, or worst case, and this is the only, this is the time when people have the most is, most issues. Not so much maulings, but close calls. Is if you get between a lioness and her cubs. Mm-hmm. So you've got to know how to position your vehicle. You've got to know where to go if you're on foot. You've got to make yourself make yourself part of the surroundings and less threatening by doing it. Um, they're very, very few and far between when lions lions take humans. Very few and far between. What would be the biggest... Um, <clears throat> so, so Richard here decides that, like, do you know what? Um, I wouldn't mind going and helping out for a couple of weeks yeah. on this... Uh, yeah. Who is it we speak to again? Game Rangers International. Game, Ranger, Game Rangers International. Yeah. Um, that sounds like some of Thunderbirds, so it makes it even more fucking appealing. Um, so, um, you, you know, Richard decides that he's going to do yeah. that now. Like, Megan, um, well, when we go on holiday, I, I hate fucking laying in, in, in the in sun. The sun I'm, not, I'm yeah. not a big one for the heat or anything. Um, and I, I'm not into sun bathing, you know. Whereas Megan likes to lay by the pool and... Um, the only time she gets in the pool is to cool down, but she'll set an alarm every 25 minutes so she can fucking turn over. All oh, right, yeah, got you. And yeah. I'm yeah. here, like, trying to hide from the sun, <laughs> like, moving a parasol so it's covering me but not covering her and yeah, all that yeah, sort of yeah. shit, yeah. you know. And my entire fucking holiday is really, yeah, kind of, it's like survival, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I've just got to get to the fucking end of the week. I am not enjoying it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's nice to, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of, but uh, at the same time, I'd much rather be doing something. I get bored really easily, yeah. you know what I mean? I'd much rather be doing something. So this actually sounds quite appealing to me yeah. because getting out among that lot and, you know, actually doing, doing something to, yeah, yeah. to, to help yeah. out and that, you know. So let's just say, I talk Megan into this, right? Is there plenty of sunbathing opportunities for Megan? It's Africa. Yeah. The sun is ever present. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like if I was going off out into like do, doing shit, is the jobs that she could do at, at, at camp, like yeah, cooking, definitely. she loves to cook. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? So like she, she could get involved with the cooking and- All of that stuff. Um, there's, depending on your deployment, depending on, on where you go, you could go to a reserve. You could go to a safari a safari lodge, where they'll need people to help with around help around the camp, the, the the cooking, the guest experience, developing the guest experience, setting up for the sundowner because sundowner is a massive thing in Africa. Right. At the end of the day, as the sun goes down, you sit generally with the gin and tonic uh, next to the fire, watch the sun go down, watch the elephants come down to the water, um, and there's often 
uh, like a plunge pool or something like that next to it. So these are like luxury sort of areas that you can go to. Um, there's, it, it will, anybody that does it, I guarantee it'll change your life. Guarantee it'll change your life for the, for the better. I guarantee it because everybody when they go to Africa, even for the first time, there's an overwhelming feeling and sense that you're coming home, even though you've never been there before. But I think that's ingrained in the fact that we are, we all, humanity originated in Africa. So I just think there's something in us that draws us to it. I think, she, yeah, there's definitely the opportunities for the, uh, the, 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 the more holidayish, holidayish elements of it, of the, of the deployments. Definitely. Um, just don't swim in the rivers, I would say. Really? Cause, cause, Why? What's in the rivers? Well, there's crocodiles for starters. They're not, <laughs> okay. they're not, they're not great. Um, but but the, the animal that's taken the most human lives in Africa is actually the hippo. Ah, no, I, like, mm. you know, we've heard this and you kind of want to give a hippo a fucking cuddle, you know what I mean? They look so cute, but the, the, <laughs> my, my dog looks like a hippo. <laughs> it's like a hippo crossed with a bear. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. But um, They've got no malice in them. Yeah, it's just a defence thing. Well, they're not even that. They're, not, they're just bored. They just think, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll be good. You, you don't even need to. You don't even need to provoke a hippo if it decides it wants to take your boat. It'll take your boat. Um, right. They, they, they just. They're just massive beasts, and they, they have. They've toppled a few boats before. Um, well, you've just got to go for it because they're, they're they're big creatures, like. Yeah. Um, But you know, like, like I am being serious here. This does sound like something that I would like to do. It's a phenomenal experience. Absolutely, I think when I when I eventually um, hang up my uh, hang up my hat from what I'm currently doing, I I I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly believe I'll just be taking people out on game drives, safari taking people, showing them, tracking the animals down for them, giving them the experience of a lifetime, you know. You've made, it's, you know, I've never uh, felt like I'm the sort of person, in fact, I, I think I've said this just recently, like this last week or so, that, you know, going on safari, that's not me either, you know, like, Yes, it would be epic to see all these creatures in the national natural habitat and stuff like that. But being stuck in the back of a fucking Land Rover, like getting rattled about up some fucking track, just to go and see, you know, hope to see an elephant cross over the road, doesn't really get me going, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Well, there's different ways. I mean, I... But to be going out yeah. there and doing something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like fixing a fence. It fix, it's fixing a fence. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. much rather yeah. be out there fixing a fence that's the, and see an elephant. That's yeah. Than fucking go out there yeah. looking for the elephants. You're actually going to find more. You're going to see more and experience more by doing something out there. Yeah. Um, people pay a heck of a lot of money to go on a safari drive, and and you know what? Nine times out of ten, I've I've. I've seen it myself. You can get in the back of the Land Rover, all open top and everything with the big seats on it. And you can drive what seems like forever, yet you're not, you're never getting any further than about a mile and a half from the camp because you're just taking different tracks and yeah. confusing the shit out of the tourists. Yeah. 
run all over the place. And of course, all of the ranges are talking to each other. So if you've got five drives out, you can work it so that no, none of the five drives will see each other ever. However, if, if I'm out with a, if, if I was out with a, and I, and I spotted a leopard with a, on a kill, I'd take my guests to see the leopard on the kill, would watch it, I'd, I'd tell my oppo there's a leopard on a kill at you. And he'd say, oh, that's great, we've got an elephant at water here. So then you, swap over. then you just swap over and it's like, you're the best safari guide in the world because you've found all these animals, but there's a team of us working, you know, to do yeah, it. So. Yeah. But if you're doing something, like if you're out and you, you, you get in the vehicle and you take all the kit out and you're repairing a fence line or you're, or you're setting up some pens for, a, for a, a, a veterinary capture or something like that, you're more likely to see more stuff because you're immersed in it. You're not out there, like you say, searching for it. Um, and that's actually when some of the more exciting stuff happens. Said so like as a kid, if I'd gone searching for a king cobra, I'd never have found one if it wasn't for my brother throwing stones at one. Mm. I wouldn't have seen it. I thought like cobras were more India. You get king, you can get, you get a king cobra, you get them all over the world. Right. Yeah. You get like black mambas, they're big snakes. But the ones that kill the most are the boom slang, which is a very, very small green one that sits in the tree and drops on you. That's not pleasant. And so, um, going out there and, and volunteering and helping out and yeah. whatever, what do you call it? What, what would it be called, volunteering? Game Rangers International. Yeah. So, like, um, would you say it's a, a dangerous thing to do or relatively no. safe or? No, it's not dangerous. It's... There are dangers, but... Uh, the most dangerous thing you'll do is fly there, I think. Right. Um, so, it, it's... You, so long as you respect your environment, so long as you stick to the rules, it's a bit like driving down the motorway. That's frigging dangerous, yeah, if you stick yeah. to the speed limit and go I the right way, you'll be fine, yeah. That is the most yeah. dangerous thing yeah. that we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And we take it completely fucking for granted. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hands down, <laughs> the most likely thing that's going to fucking kill us. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, an action that we, we yeah. take, you know. So, um, yeah, this, this sounds absolutely fascinating. I know, I'm, I'm feeling quite inspired to, 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 to look into this a little bit. There's deeper. lots of other organisations that do it as well. You just need to look for volunteering opportunities in Africa. And, and, and you can go and there's any number of them that will do things like that. Yeah. And so when we say, or when it's described as volunteering, right? Yeah. So uh, what would this cost me? If I wanted to go two weeks in Africa and, and uh, help out in whatever way I could yeah. to, um, uh, like you say, there's multiple ways of, of yeah. doing this, right? What would actually, what would I be paying? What, what would it cost me? It depends on who you go with, to be honest. Some some places ask you to cover your flights yeah, and then everything else when you Which get is there is covered. Yeah. Um, some places cover your flights for you as well. However, you have to feed yourself when you're there. So it's getting understanding the different where you are with 
the different organisations. Yeah. I think the uh, you, you'd need to get vaccinations and you need to you know get your malaria tablets and get your rabies jabs and all of the things that are just common sense to do before you go over there. And when you say vaccinations, we're not talking about COVID. No, we're talking no, no. Um, although you do need, you probably need to have um, been vaccinated for some of the turn to some countries because they have a if you don't want to have to go into quarantine and stuff like that. So yeah. there is, there is, there is, there will be some restrictions COVID wise. Um, no, it's getting there, uh, sort of rabies vaccinations, getting your, your hep Bs and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but once you've got them, you've got them, you know, so. It's yeah. looking great, that. It is. The cover-ups worked really well, top and bottom. Obviously, nice. we've still got a bit hanging out there, yeah. but we're not been around there yet. Yeah. Um, oh, it's but we're, brilliant, we're, yeah. we're getting close to completion on the brilliant. on the Rhino itself. No, I think if you get the opportunity, if you if you have the time and it's something that you want to do, then. Say you like you say yourself, you know, sometimes you've just got to get on with it. Um, sort of making the time as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, like, um, everything that we spoke about is far more appealing to me mm. than going sitting beside a fucking swim oh, in yeah. Turkey. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I like, I like the, the all inclusive, yeah. I like the. The free snacks and pizza by yeah. the pool and the drinks and that, you know, that, that, that's, that's great. But I am genuinely bored shitless. Um, last holiday we went on, I was getting told off by other holiday people for sitting working on my computer. Mm. I was I'm writing a book, yeah, I've never yeah, got yeah. much further, yeah, yeah. but like, I spent the week kind of yeah. working on my book, you know, because I you know by yeah. reading books and that yeah you, you know there's not a lot to do for me um and so i was trying to fill in my time by doing something productive and mm. i had people coming up to us and saying that i was like being some sort of a party pooper by like you know what are you working for yeah you know like that's not what you do when you go on holiday you know like well it's it's, it's what i'm doing so fuck yeah. on yeah but um <laughs> yeah. Smile with it. I'd pay for it. Yeah, exa want. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but people seem to feel like they, they have, have to a, say something. Yeah. I have to say something. Yeah. Um, you know, I was doing my best to enjoy myself as much as I could, and I, you know, I, I, I was enjoying that. I really appreciated the time to be able to sit and, yeah. you know, kind of write a few thousand words because I don't get the time yeah. to, to 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 write a few thousand words. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you, you know. I was appreciating it for what it was and, and, and people are like, no, you should do it like this, you know what I mean? I'm like, no, that's your holiday, mate, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and all the while, Megan's there laid in the sun, <laughs> rotating like a chicken. Cooking. Rotisserie chicken, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I wonder what, because I'm going to be putting this to her, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, now, like, like, she, she wouldn't mind if I was to say, right, like, you can come if you want, but I'm gone anyway. Yeah, yeah. She'd yeah, be yeah, fine. She'd be yeah. like, right, you okay, know, I'll yeah. pack your bag and, you know, like, sort all your stuff out. What do you need, you know? Um, 
but this is sounding something like it's a shared experience something that amazing. i would like to do with mm. her you know what i mean and um, yeah. so so yeah we, we don't know but like uh certainly uh sparked just get the right something else in. there'll be an opportunity there'll be something that, that 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 floats both of your boats to go and do it and do you know do you know that's the i mean one of the things that i think would probably float your boat is that when you go to some of these places some of the like game ranges international places like that the vehicles that they're using the guys that are operating them don't have all of the proper skills to be able to do, you know, minor minor repairs, basic repairs on it, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And and that sort of stuff would be invaluable for those people. Just being out with them, showing them how to, to how to you know sort out issues with a suspension or if they've yeah. got a roll bar that's gone, you know, you don't yeah. need to actually take the vehicle off off the road and have it low loaded to the nearest big town where yeah. it'll have a mechanic to fix it yeah. and garage and actually when all you need is somebody to go in a in a land cruiser back to the town get the part come back and sort it in situ that sort of shit's invaluable like yeah and you're right that's yeah. something that yeah. i could massively yeah. help with you know yeah. um especially in the the way i learned for a start was all yeah. self-taught yeah. and it was yeah. working with the tools that i had yeah and you know yeah. like got that saying you know you can only piss with the cocker you've got and so i had to make do with a lot of stuff and work things out myself because yeah. nobody showed us mm -hmm. so you know going to say yeah. a, a, a land rover and you know that's got a problem with it i'm the sort of person who can work out how to fix it yeah you know or work out how to bodge it yeah you know what i mean yeah, like, absolutely, like yeah. you know to just get that little bit more yeah. life out yeah. of it, you know yeah um so yeah it's uh it's, Definitely some of that. That's amazing. Do you want to? Um, what? I'm not finished. I'll tell you what, give us another 15 minutes. Yeah, we'll let you up at the mirror. Yeah. And uh, cool. You can, you can take a look at where we've got to. What I'm probably going to do is uh, timing wise, obviously, this has consumed yeah. a huge amount of the. The appointment um it might be an idea to reappoint for to get the the, 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 the inner dump yeah. yeah all right um partly because i need to draw on you because i need to draw some trees in and stuff yeah and drawing on broken skin that's covered in blood and vaseline and all yeah, that yeah, stuff is really really difficult yeah and i need to draw like a bush in there yeah uh, and some bushes around right. there and then get my stencil That's to fine, stick yeah. On, yeah. The, on the inside. No, that makes sense. So, um, Two parts you know, just good. doing this much work on the outside yeah. kind of creates technical difficulties for, for, yeah. for getting onto the inside. It can be done, but um, also starting something that uh, you might not be able to finish is not the wisest to me. Yeah, so I get it. We'll have, we'll have a look, see where yeah. we're at shortly and um, i'm really really happy with the way this is looking um like this tribal band you know like the laser has lightened it to a, 
I'm, I'm using like a light shader now and I'm just going in there and toning off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the background and even though you can still see some of the tone of the yeah I'm making the tone that's in the background Blend. part of the new yeah. tattoo yeah it's brilliant um so yeah this, this is looking absolutely stunning Yeah, I never thought that this conversation would go in the direction. It's went in a few directions that I didn't expect. I didn't expect to be sat here contemplating fucking going and volunteering in, in, in Africa. But I'm not fucking kidding you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm Well, I'm if it's inspired you, it. if it's inspired you to do something, then fantastic. Well, I, I don't think it's just inspired me. Anybody who listens to this, yeah. if, if they've got anything inside them that like that that they're looking for something yeah a little bit more a way to give back uh a, a way to, even like in a sense add to themselves a lot yeah. of people might be oh well that'll make me a better person you know what i mean yeah um like there's, everybody's different on how they might kind of perceive what we've been speaking about but ultimately i i think that i'm not the only person that's going to be inspired by this conversation you know and i tell you what else as well the uh, the broadcaster has been recording for three hours and 49 minutes and I don't think there's one dull bit of this conversation. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool, like, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's been massive, massively informative. Um, it's been massively inspirational. We've got a list of books <laughs> yeah. and films yeah. Yeah. And organisations, yeah. which I'm gonna have to go over yeah. and, and fucking and put all these contact details in there. Either the name of the book, the name of the author, you know, um, whatever that might be, because um, you know to create a little bit of a resource to to, yeah. to back up what we've been been talking about. Because, I, I, like I said, I didn't expect it to go this way. I, I thought. You know, I, I imagined obviously we'd be talking about, you know, your life and we have done, but I, I thought it would be a learning experience and, and um, you know, just getting a bit of insight. Mm. It's way more than that. It's way more than that. The, 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 there's, um, you know, we've worked pretty deep into the human psychology yeah. and and ethics and yeah. who we are and why we are. What was that name, word again, please? Ubuntu. 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 I'm gonna get that fucking tattoo. Ubuntu, it's, um, there's, a, there's a great book on it called Everyday Ubuntu. It's written by um, Desmond Tutu's granddaughter. Right. Um, and it is a, a, it's a, it's a fantastic, but really nice, easy read. And when you work it, when you see how it inspired um, Nelson Mandela to the way that he dealt with the transition of power. Bear in mind that the white South Africa had locked him up for 28 years. Yeah. And uh, and they released him and he didn't go come back looking for retribution or anything like that. First thing he did was forgive everyone and uh, said, right, come on, let's work together and make a better South Africa. Let's make the rainbow nation, you know, and create. He used it with the um, South African rugby team as well. Why did they lock him up? Because he was classed as a terrorist. 
Wow. In the ANC, African National Congress. Right. Um, he was hugely inspirational to, to, the, to his people and he was a massive influencer. He's actually a lawyer, he was a trained barrister. Um, so he did that against all the odds because of the apartheid in South Africa. So. Um, when, I mean, this is a bit of a. I'm actually friends with one of the kings of Africa. All right, yeah. How the fuck does that happen? There's lots of them. Yeah, no, I didn't know <laughs> this until I met Ted. Yeah, there's lots of kings. And uh, I wouldn't say we're best of buddies or anything, but yeah. um, I think I actually might have his phone number and um, I've certainly got him on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was through one of my friends that uh, I met him and um, Raj uh, does a little bit of work with the UN. All right, and yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a spiritual leader. Yeah. And he was heading off on this, uh, like, nation meditation sort of thing. All right. And, oh. and there was a group yeah. of them, lots of different yeah. leaders from lots of different religions and lots of different kind of ways. And... Um, they were going to Africa and they were traveling around Africa and doing meditations and maybe saying prayers and uh, and, and meeting people from the tribes and yeah. uh, I don't know what the purpose was I meant it was maybe just to kind of help lift the frequency or, yeah, or yeah, like spread yeah, a word yeah. or but it wasn't just one word because there was multiple, multiple religions yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 yeah. and uh, going there so he went there and he's actually from Miami. He's, we met him through Ty, I met him through Tai. Yeah. He's, he's one of my clients. That's how I met him. Yeah. And uh, we just became really good friends. There was a lot of law attraction stuff happened there as well. But um, he'd been away on this, let's call it a mission. Yeah. And when he came back, he was stopping off in London. So normally he comes up when he's in the UK. Yeah. He comes to see me. Yeah. But I thought, Nah, I'm gonna go down and see him. He hasn't got time to come see me. I'm gonna make yeah. the time to go and see him. So I, I, I shot down to London to spend the night with my friend Raj. And um, I get there. And uh, so what? So what we're doing tonight? He says, oh, we're going out for a meal with Ted. And I says, who's Ted? And he says, oh, he's one of the kings of Africa. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, yeah. fuck's sake, Raj, man. I've only kept in a pair of jeans I'm and not, a t-shirt. I've got you know? a shirt with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, fucking wrong shirt. I barely had a shirt with us. I literally just like kind of, I had an overnight bag, you know. I think I was planning on traveling back in the same clothes that I went yeah, down in, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hadn't thought about what we were doing or anything. Yeah. But I was like, oh, flipping heck. So... Um, we go to this Chinese restaurant and um, we met Ted, who's actually called Edward Okuchuku. Yeah? Oh, that means he's king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And so you see there, we're, we're yeah, like yeah, friends yeah, on yeah, Facebook, yeah. what a bizarre thing. It's, it's Royal yeah. Highness. And yeah. yeah, so me and Sat having, having eaten this Chinese yeah. Yeah. meal in London with, with an African king, king yeah. right? And I'm like, this is bizarre. Yeah. And the, 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 the best bit of it was he'd he, he done this, he, he showed us, he showed us his Facebook, yeah. you know, and he goes, there's me the king and there's my kingdom wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you know like yeah. you know he yeah. scrolled from a picture of him yeah. to this most epic scene of treetops it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. fucking yeah you know and there's my kingdom and, and you know i'll never forget that you know yeah. what i mean like wow. um but the, the 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 troubles over there give you a bit of the story yeah. says, like he, because um, he was in England. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what the fucking hell are you doing here? Yeah. And he says, well, you're fucking going to Africa, I'm not getting shot. <laughs> he says, why, well, you know, he says, it's bad over there, man. Like, like, he says, you know, I was educated in London and, you know, I, I, I've lived most of my life in, 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 in London. You know, I didn't really like you know, life in Africa, it's dangerous. It's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of bad yeah. shit goes yeah. on. He says, my dad was, was killed. And, excuse me if I don't get this story exactly right, but um, his, his dad died, he was killed. And he, Ted was in London. And apparently Ted should have been king because of that. Yeah. But his brother stepped up and says, nah, Ted's dead, he's, he's gone, he's like, he's not here anymore. I, I want to be king, I'll be king. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, his brother sort of gazumped him on, on yeah. being king. But then he got killed. Sheesh, you don't want to be king then. So, <laughs> so Ted now, like, looking had to reappear and, and be the king. Yeah. But he isn't the king in his kingdom. No. He sits in a hotel in London, running his kingdom. Wow. He ain't going to fucking Africa. He'll go and visit maybe mm. for a short period of time, but like he's running his kingdom from, from a laptop wow. in a hotel in London wow. because it's too dangerous for him to actually be there. Because there are a lot of kingdom states, you know, they've got the traditional kingdom states. Um, varying in size it's yet the power struggle the power struggles that people have that they have over there are amazing you know it's like and because africa is africa and you know people in africa are part of africa part of the part of the world um we we've got a real sort of hang up about life and death haven't we mm -hmm. whereas if you're in nature if you're in africa if you're in the bush if you're in in the world just, or even just in your garden. Life and death happens every year. You watch it in the garden, you watch it. It's just, yeah. it's a cycle. Yeah. It, it happens all the time. So people say, oh, they've, they've got a lack of, they haven't got the same sort of respect for life as we have. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a different, it's fear of death. It's, it's the opposite. Yeah. We've, got, we've got a fear of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that we've got respect for life. No, I think no. that most people don't yeah. appreciate the fucking no, they don't life appreciate that we've got. It. No, it is, it's fear of death, and it's like, yeah, I mean, lions kill to survive. 
So why shouldn't the people? You know, that's the sort of mentality. It's, yeah, it's wow. Yeah. It's very different, you know. Um, but when the lion feeds, there's always something left for those that follow. Yeah. There's always food left for those that follow. So you like actually, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of deep, deep shit in there. Mm. Now a lion kills, eats what it wants, and goes away. And then the hyenas will come in and have a bit. The jackals will have a bit. And then the, the vultures will have a bit. And then the ants will have a bit. And all of a sudden, the earth is. Yeah. Takes it and the then earth and nature yeah, is consuming. Yeah. Let's just go back to that hyena that you you, yeah, you, you said yeah. was you turned around and it was. Ah, it was just there behind us. Yeah. So 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 what happened there? Like like. Uh, well, we just looked at it. <laughs> it looked at us. Um, my son's like, uh, should we do something? Uh, my dad says, well, do what? What are you gonna do? You got, Flail your arms about and make a growling noise. These hyenas looking at us and. One of the quotes of the century off my dad is, was, one of two things is going to happen here, Matt. You're either going to live or you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you won't forget that one, will you? One, one of two, two things. things is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and who did he say that to you? To my son. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, fucking granddad's nuts. Yeah, we know that. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, fucking hell. Well... You could say that every day, really, yeah, couldn't you? you know, I'd say it, it. One of two um, things is going to happen today. I'm going to live or I'm going to die. Brings it right down to a base level, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Wow. Right, so I'm just getting some white out. I'm going to put a few white highlights cool. into, into it and then we're going to be done for today. Spot on. I'm really pleased, I can only see it from this angle. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's looking fantastic from this angle, but when uh, I, I, at the minute I'm doing your tattoo, right? But I, I don't give you your tattoo until you go to the mirror. That's, right. that's when you get it, that's, it when, yeah. that's when you get it, yeah. receive it. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that, yeah. Um, I appreciate it. So, and it's, it's my favourite bit about tattooing. The reveal. Not so much the reveal, but that mirror moment. Yeah, yeah. We don't like kind of. There's people who like cover it in foam, and then they'll do like a little reveal video to wipe the foam off, or they'll put the kitchen roll over it and they'll spray the kitchen roller, and then and then they'll peel the kitchen and they reveal the tattoo for social media. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, we don't. We'll have none. We'll have none of that. No, that's not what it's about for me. Do you know what I mean? It's um, it's you know, I'm I'm. I'm doing this for you, not for yeah. for social media. And um, yes, we have recorded this, which will end up in some sort of form on yeah. On, yeah. on social media. But even that, that's for a different purpose as well. Yeah, you know, um, that's to like this, like been saying all along, with the hope that we're gonna inspire somebody. Yeah. And I, I feel so inspired from this this. I think it's it's know. it's about it's about helping other people to make a difference in their own lives. I think it's the most important thing. You yeah. know, you know, you, you can you know, to inspire someone is to leave a legacy of people who live better as them. What better what better thing could you give to the world? You know, it's it's helping people to be better at being people. I think. One thing that I, I heard, which has always stuck with us, 
Um, I can't remember who it was that said it, but um, someone said <laughs> that uh, you die three times. Mm. The first time you die is when you realise you're about to die. Yeah. And you sort of, like, I would, I would imagine, like, kind of come to this acceptance yeah. position where, you know, you realise you're going to die. It might be in, in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It might be yeah. tomorrow, you know, yeah. or, or next week or next month or something. But the first time you die is when you realise that you're going to die. The second time you die is when you actually die. Yeah. And the third time you die is when the last person speaks to you. Yeah, I've heard that. You, you know, so that's, you know, when we're talking about legacy yeah. and what we leave yeah. behind. Yeah. Um, you know, for instance, if, 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 if I went to, if I went to Africa and, uh, help people set up a way of fixing the vehicles yeah, easier yeah. or something like yeah. that and talk, yeah. like and set up set up like a mechanical school to yeah. teach kids how to yeah. fix things yeah. with what they've got yeah. on hand right and that's going to leave a legacy where people keep on speaking your name long after you're dead yeah you know yeah and you know, yeah. to set up some sort of foundation that helps people in the future or, or, or whatever, you know what I mean? No, you're right. You're right. The ancient Greeks used to say that as well, you know, you know. You know, I think it's even in one of the Brad Pitt movies, isn't it? When he's is he playing Achilles or something like that? And he's like, That's why no one will that's why nobody will remember your name, you know, because you're not doing anything special. Yeah. You're not doing anything that important, you know. Yeah. I think it was one of the Indian chiefs that said that about three deaths. Yeah. One of the, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was, but it before, like, it's, it's always stuck with us as far yeah. as to what a legacy is concerned. Mm. Because you know, I've got kids, I've got grandkids, and um, I'm the sort of person who doesn't take from society. Mm. I, I, I always try and like bring more yeah. than what yeah. I take. You know, um, everywhere I go, everything that I do. Yeah. I want to contribute to it, not take from yeah. it, you know, and it, it, it sort of, um, it, it left us thinking, you know, mm. like, what what do I leave behind, you know, and, and yeah. I've, I've made a point of, you know, remembering that and, you know, trying to leave leave a good mark yeah. on, 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 yeah. on, on places, you know. Another quote that, that, that uh, really kind of stuck with us and I'm still exploring is Ernest Fitcher I think is the right pronunciation and he said in a decaying society art if it is truthful mm. must also reflect decay mm. and unless it wants to break faith with its social function mm. art must show the world is changeable and help to change it mm. And that, that, yes, that's fucking yeah. deep, that man. It is, yeah. You know, like, let's go over it again, right? Yeah. In a decaying society. We are in a fucking oh, decaying yeah. society. Absolutely, right? yeah. Art, if it is truthful, must also reflect decay. Mm -hmm. And unless it wants to break faith with its social function, mm. 
art must show the world as changeable and help to change it. Yeah. At this point, I realised art has a social function. It does. I didn't realise it until yeah. then. I'm just an artist who likes to create things. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, 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 that's what I enjoy. And I, I just, you know, I just follow my bliss and doors open where there were only walls. Well, what is, what can I do with my art that, look what I'm doing. Yeah. This art yeah. shows decay. Absolutely, yeah. We're talking about like rhinos going extinct here, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, in a sense, my art and recording this art in a photograph at the end and, and, and this podcast is actually showing the world as yeah. changeable and helping to change it. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's a no, very powerful yeah. thing, man. It's massive. And, you know, it's... Uh, but, but it's something that has left me uh, exploring, wondering, mm. looking... For, yeah. for, for, for that way but because I'm following my bliss doors are opening where there were only walls yeah. look at what's happened yeah. my art has caused us to meet yeah. my art has caused us to record this session yeah. and inspired me to go and do more than what I'm already doing and I bet you any money it's inspired a few other people as well by the same people listening because yeah. this will be online for fucking yeah, years yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so um, uh, it, it's 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 not only fulfilled the the prophecy as it were yeah um, but it's also created more opportunities for me to continue to do that yeah you know yeah um, you know what, what, what if I take my tattoo kit out to Africa <laughs> you know yeah. what, what if I what if I do a few of these out there you know what if I teach somebody how to yeah. tattoo in Africa yeah. Yeah. you know it doesn't have to be all about like fucking it's not it's you know? just about giving something back yeah you know yeah. imagine if I take, I mean I know yeah. that they've got the traditional ways of tattooing yeah. and that yeah. but what if I taught them how to build a tattoo machine and to do a tattoo in a hygienic manner yeah. and um, they could then portray what's going on there and what's yeah, what, yeah. what their beliefs yeah. you, you know like so you, much like, you could do anything so yeah anything mm. like I've never fucking thought about that before yeah, I've never so had much. that idea before but it's possible and it could happen and why the hell not and you know and I think like like even just realising that that I would like to go out there and put fence posts up and, and fix fence posts and, and, and you know do a bit of manual labour yeah. help out yeah. with what you yeah. guys are doing yeah. but Megan doesn't really listen to my podcast or my YouTube <laughs> channel or anything but I'm going to tell her to listen to this one um, partly because she's got mentioned several times yeah. but partly yeah. because I'd, I'd like to inspire her into yeah. maybe thinking well what if I go out there and I cook and she could maybe learn to cook? She's going to get to cook with fucking all sorts of like wild animals yeah, and, you know. Yeah, all sorts of different, and, different and, things. Different stuff and, 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 and her, her cooking is going to feed people. I'm not mm. saying that she has to go out there and cook, but I'm just using yeah, that yeah, as an example because yeah, I know yeah. she, she enjoys it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so she's got something to, to, to give to this as well. Yeah. 
you know and most people probably have you know if you're unfortunate enough to be like let's say disabled and you know you're in a wheelchair you may be not in the best position to be going to Africa and kind of helping out you might actually like be a little bit more of a, a hindrance than a than, than a help I don't know but there's maybe people in, in a certain situation mm. can't do anything yeah. about this but most people yeah. that are listening to this have actually got something to bring to the table yeah. now let's go back to the depressed people for a minute right yeah, yeah. what about if like I don't know there was a there was a, 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 a well, there, there will be there'll be organisations for depressed people mm-hmm. so they could talk to other depressed people so depressed. they could fucking yeah, yeah you know like I bet that's a fucking miserable place to be <laughs> but what about if 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 uh someone was to kind of just send them an email and say we've got the cure for depression oh yeah what is that well what you do is uh, you get yourself some vaccinations and uh you, you jump on a plane and if you're depressed because you've got no money don't worry we'll we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll pay yeah, for the flight yeah. it's not going to be a fucking business class flight but we'll yeah, get you out of here yeah. new come here let's say for a month two weeks isn't enough mm. come for a month and help us for free and we will cure your depression. Yeah. And just the act of doing that yeah. would fucking how, how, it would. how it would. would that not cure it depression? Would blow your mind. It would opens it just it opens those doors in those walls, you know. That's it. So we don't know who's gonna listen to this. Yeah. But if there's anybody listening to this who is involved in the mental health industry and in a position where they actually might be able to suggest that to a specific group of people and might be in a position to maybe implement what it takes to make that happen. You know, if if that person is listening, then get off your fucking ass and do something about it. You know? Yeah, Um, it definitely works. We did a project um, before I started with Veterans for Wildlife. Did a project in South Africa. It was called Footprints of Hope. And um, what they did is, is they took um, it was all veterans again, so it was veteran-focused charity. Um, veterans who had who, who had severe PTSD, and most of them had lost one or t- one or more limbs in um, in Afghanistan or Iraq. Mm-hmm. And uh, they took them into to South Africa for uh, three months. And what they did is, is they took them to a rhino orphanage where oh, wow. rhinos that had had their parents killed for the horn or whatever had been saved, baby rhinos had been saved. And it's scientifically proven that they, they, was, they suffered PTSD as well. A form of PTSD, a rhino PTSD if you like. Yeah, and what they did is, is they partnered a veteran with a rhino and they took it through its entire rehabilitation journey all the way through to it being released back to the wild. And wow. the the impact. I mean, these guys were sleeping with them in the in the. You know, they had their own beds and everything. But the guys were getting so attached to these rhino calves that they were spending like 24 hours with them, just even sleeping with them and feeding them from a bottle when they were young, getting them all the way up to the point where they released them. And when they were releasing them into the wild, the veterans were then finished with their task, and then they would come back to the UK. But it, what it did was just phenomenally changed the face of what these people were seeing mm-hmm. PTSD and understanding how they could operate. It's a fun, it was a fantastic program. 
Um, it sounds amazing. Mm. Like, and again, you know, like, 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 wow, you know, like, just, just to have that experience, you know, yeah. and, and, yeah, I, that, that's, that's, fucking, I can't even put into words how powerful mm. that must be. Massive. It's absolutely massive. Power of nature. Whether we like it or not, we're part of nature. We don't own it. <laughs> nah. Well, we like to think we do. Mm, that, that's mind-blowing. Like, just the... You know, like you say, the, these rhino calves that have... Um, you know, been through mental trauma themselves. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. that, that, that they... You know, we couldn't even comprehend or yeah. begin to understand, even if they could articulate it into yeah. uh, words that we we can understand. Um, man, you, you still couldn't understand that, like no. what it's like for someone to come along and you know, injure your parent and then pull them to bits in front of you yeah. and leave them dying. Fucking hell, that's so traumatic. And I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I definitely couldn't understand anybody who doesn't have some sort of emotional, like, kind of insight into that, you know what I mean? To, to be able to yeah. think, well, fucking hell, like, you know. And it'll start to make you feel like, my life isn't that bad, you know? <laughs> it's not that bad, no. no. And you come back yeah. Yeah. from, you know, so let's say a month over there, yeah. with, you've spent a month with the simple things in life. You've spent a month helping others, which is what I said about depression, yeah. um, you know, uh, earlier on. And you've spent a month with putting other people before yourself, other animals before yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then you come back to the UK, fuck me, you're gonna feel like you're living like a king. God, yeah. You know? If yeah. you were complaining about the shit that you don't have, yeah. before you yeah. went away, yeah. you're gonna come back to it and realize that not only have I got all yeah. of this stuff that I was complaining about that I didn't have before I went, but also it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. You know, it's not important. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can see me doing this, you know. Go for I, it. I, I really can. I can see me doing this. Go for it. it normally when I say I'm going to do something, <laughs> you do it's it. rare that I don't do it. Yeah. It's very, uh, yeah. very rare that I don't do it. just build another element of richness into your life. Megan's out with a man today. It was her birthday the other day, oh, so she's yeah. away out with yeah. a man up to Glasgow. I wonder if she's, I wonder if it's occurred to, to her that, you know, Richard sat talking to Richard today and, um, you know, they're going to, I wonder if he's going to come away from this wanting to go on fucking yeah, safari yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's crossed her mind. Well, we've had some chats when she's been doing my lasering, so she's got an idea of who, who I am anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, she says to us this morning, she says, are you going to... Uh, you're going to get the, 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 the roadcaster out and, and record um, your conversation today because I'd said last yeah, time we'd that, said about it, that, 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 yeah. I, that I would and um, well I asked you if it was okay yeah. with him. Um, this morning I was like I'd forgotten about uh, that uh, um, and, uh, and it was her that reminded us about it and I was like, nah, I can't be bothered. It's a fucking nightmare with all the all the wires and, and dick about, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, but it works out all right because Coob set it all up before we were even ready to fucking start tattooing. So yeah, um, well, I hope it's been worthwhile, mate. Mm. Like I have enjoyed this yeah. so much. Yeah. This this now we're into like over four hours yeah. of tattooing. It's fucking went by yeah. in, in, in no time at all. Now imagine if we were driving to London, we'd be, you know, past Birmingham, well through past Birmingham yeah. by now, we'd need to be yeah. at London. We haven't even stopped for the fucking piss break, no, mate. No, no, you know? just cracking on. No, it, it's been absolutely fascinating and I am so glad I hit the, the record button. I would have been gutted <laughs> that I didn't record this. You know, because um, so if, if I'm honest, we'd have probably had the same conversation. We would have, we would have had exactly yeah, yeah. the same conversation. None of this has been put on for the fucking microphone. Yeah, no, you know this is I mean? just this, a chat. This, yeah. This, yeah, this is just a chat, but it's as real as it gets. Yeah, you know, and um, the stuff that we've talked about, um, I, I don't know. It's it's it, it's hard. It's hard to comprehend. Pardon me. It's hard to comprehend. People just. And this is what I said to you last time, you know, like, all we get to see about this is shit on the telly. Yeah. You're getting to see it, like, yeah. fir first hand. And, um, you know, so coming from the, the, the rhino's mouth, as it were, you know, <laughs> literally, you know, it, that's how, that's yeah. how it feels. It, it's, it's, this is very different. And it's very different from the, the, the interviews that I've done so far, you know. Um, it's been more about people that have, have went out and uh, made a thing, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or a business, yeah, yeah. or some yeah. art, or some yeah. music. Um, but, you know, like, as far as creation is concerned, mm. um, you, you know, you, you kind of think that if you're going to create something, there needs to be a thing at the end yeah. of it, like a tattoo. Yeah. But... What about if you're creating change? That's, that's you know? the thing, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what that's what I'm about. Um, and I, I think that's what yeah, this this yeah. will, will will do. Um, you know, it's uh, people don't hear this sort of stuff. But, uh, this is going to touch people in 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 ways that they didn't think they were going to get touched by listening to this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Um, when you think about a baby rhino mm. that's lost its parents mm. and some yeah. ex-forces person is going over there and loving and caring for this yeah. rhino what that does to that person that, that, that's amazing you know I bet, I bet I bet nobody's heard that shit you know yeah. who knows about that does David Attenborough talk about that does it is, is <laughs> you know is it on these fucking TV programs probably not no. I don't know because I don't watch this shit I think but part, part of our not so much problem, but part of the reason why 
it's just who we are. We just do stuff. You know what I mean? We we don't do it for. We don't do it for. I mean, Christ, we've got medals. I've got medals. I've got enough medals. I don't want any more. You know, I don't want paid massive amounts of money for it. I don't want. I don't want recognition for it. I just want. It's what what I get from it is how it makes me feel inside. Um, whether it's working with the animals, the rangers, or whether it's coaching veterans to help them to reach their potential or to achieve a purpose or don't even understand their purpose. That's the most rewarding thing in the world for me is just to see someone go away from a conversation and actually have learnt, have... Because I don't tell people how to do stuff. I've said that. I don't tell them how they live their life. I just ask them to challenge themselves because, you know, you've got the answers inside you. Do you think that our conversation that we've had today is something that your organisation could maybe use? Quite possibly. To yeah, quite possibly. Because this, yeah. this has really put mm. it across in a, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a very genuine way. I'll certainly be making sure that there's a link to it for our, for, for our yeah. volunteers. Yeah, because I, I, I think this is... Um, Yes, people have spoken about it before, and you know, but I think the way that this has all came across, mm. um, like I say, if you if you if someone goes around bragging about what they do, it sounds you know egotistical. But if you ask somebody what they do, and then they tell you the story, mm. it comes across differently, and and that is how today has came across. I think it's come across in both senses though, it's come across also a lot of what you've said has been massively inspiring as well and it's, it's actually challenged me to actually go away and actually read, read The Secret again because I didn't really read it, I read it a few, quite a few years ago and I, and I agreed with everything in it but I never really explored it more. Mm. It's, it's um you got to play with it. It's something that you got to play with. Yeah, yeah. It's like a new toy. Yeah. I'll. Uh, I've got something that I can give you, and I, I normally actually sell this because I get a lot of people coming to us and asking us for oh, help. Yeah. Oh, Richard, you've done well in life. Yeah. You've done well in business. Yeah. Can you help me succeed yeah. in business? And I used to help them without a single thought mm. until I realised that there was people making a lot of money off the back of what I was teaching yeah. them. And they didn't even come yeah, and say fucking thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I'm fucking sick of this. Actually, this is how I met Raj. Mm. Um, yeah. I, 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 was, I was so pissed off that nobody was even saying thank you. And we've talked about gratitude, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and this was the first thing that I was teaching people, gratitude, mm. right? And even though I taught them gratitude, they didn't say thank you to me <laughs> for changing their fucking life, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'm sick of this. If I could get paid for this, then yeah. it wouldn't piss me off anymore because at least I've been paid. So I was like, how can I get paid for this? Right? I don't know how to get paid for helping people. And I don't want paid a lot, but like, yeah. I just want yeah. something back so I don't feel like I've had my fucking ass raped. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And a couple of weeks later, I comes into my client and he is... This, this guy's sitting and he says, oh, that's an American accent, what, what are you doing here? And he says, well, I've been trying to get in with you for ages, couldn't get in, so yeah. I wait for a cancellation. I happen to be in London, grab the cancellation, come up. just landed in London, mm. come up, bump, I'm in the seat. I says, ah, oh, that's cool, that's amazing. I says, what do you do? 
He said, well, well I'm a uh, photographer and I do a bit of uh, personal coaching. I said, all right, says, that's what I'm wanting to do. He says, uh, have you heard of a guy called Tony Robbins? Oh, yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah. He says, I'm his photographer. Wow. So, Tony's, Tony's some baby, isn't he? He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. But see how I attracted that? Yeah, That's another yeah, example of exactly, the law of attraction yeah. action. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I was asking the universe because yeah. I came to a point of intolerance. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of like this, not yeah, you know, yeah. getting something back off these people that I'm helping. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, a man flies <laughs> from Miami. Yeah. And fucking yeah. lands in, ends up randomly because yeah. of the cancellation, ends up in my seat. And he then agrees to teach me how to make money from teaching people how to make money. money. Wow, yeah. And like, how fucking mind blown is that? Yeah. Like, we can, became best of friends, we go on holiday together, yeah, I'll yeah, shoot yeah. down to London if yeah, you know. Like, yeah. and, 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 he, and he introduces me to Kings, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you know, that was just another example of, of, of how the law of attraction works. And, you know, I, I've learned that it's not about the money at all, mm. but I, I've devised this thing uh, where it's just a goal setting task. Yeah. And, but it, it, it gets you to set goals in a way that you've never set goals yeah. before. You know, it, it get, it, there's a reason, the scientific reason yeah. why people set a New Year's resolution, never see it through, which is yeah. a goal, yeah. and they fail within three months. But there's also the yeah. same reason why successful people can set a hundred goals and achieve most of them in that fucking year. It's this exact same reason. And so this is kind of like the key to that, you know? Right. So I, I, I'm, you're gonna go away and like, like, you know, read, watch or whatever, the, the, secret anyway so I'm going to give you this all right cool and it, it's you. like a, you yeah. don't even need the secret to activate yeah, yeah, this thing yeah. but if you do it in combination with the yeah. secret and yeah, this yeah. goal setting task the things that you will achieve will blow your Amazing. mind and I don't care how much money you make how what position you are in wherever you are it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter if someone's yeah. already a millionaire. Yeah. This will make them a multi-millionaire. Yeah, yeah. It depends what they fucking write down. Yeah. You know, but um, it's uh, it's 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 a powerful thing, and I'm gonna gonna give you this. Oh, thank you. You've certainly given me a lot in this. Uh, well, no, I'm 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 actually massively grateful for the conversation, to be honest, because it's something that I don't get to really express often mm -hmm. you know you've got to be in the right you've got to be in flow haven't you with you've got to be in the right you've got to have the right connection with someone you've got to have, be in flow and you've got to have the right environment and i never want for one second thought it would be sitting in a tattoo chair to have that conversation but mm -hmm. you know it's been it's been way more than than you know to be honest uh, I always say to people, you don't just get a tattoo off me. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not just yeah, a tattoo. Yeah. You know, it's, it's about the experience as yeah. well. And if we get onto certain conversations, your tattoo comes for free. I've said this for years. <laughs> if you listen yeah, to the yeah, stuff that yeah, I'm yeah. saying while, while we're getting, while, while you're getting tattooed, yeah. 
your tattoo is going to come for free because the things that will happen to you and for yeah, you yeah, after yeah, this yeah. if you listen and apply yeah. what I've because I teach people I teach people while I'm sat here because I call it in-flight entertainment yeah you know there's yeah. what else are we going to fucking nothing do? Else to do what yeah. else are we going to do nothing else to do yeah. so you know and and I love helping people and 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 quite often you know they yeah. help me as well yeah. but um you know it's definitely a two-way thing but um like I say, it was the people who were just kind of being energy vampires. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I would yeah. still come out with the, the stuff that I say anyway. Yeah. Because I like to kind of get inside people's heads. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit of a game. It's like, it's like I was a delivery driver once and I used to say how many pens I could steal, you know. But um, while you're tattooing, it's it's fun to yeah. sort of explore the mm. person that, 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 that you're yeah. tattooing and, you yeah. know, um, you know, I, I've learned so much about the psychology of tattooing, why people get tattoos. I've studied it yeah. through the people yeah. that I tattoo. Yeah. I ask them loads of questions because I am naturally curious. That's the, I, that's I, the key I, thing, yeah. being curious I about people. I genuinely want to know, and that's where yeah. these conversations yeah. came from. Like, yeah. I genuinely, as soon as you told me what you did, I was fascinated. I was gripped yeah. by it, you yeah. know? And I still am gripped by it. Yeah. You know, it's been an amazing experience for me, and it's. Uh, um, I think it's important. I think it was important to have the conversation because I think a lot of people hear the words train anti poaching teams, but when you really peel the layers of the onion off and you realise that what I'm doing is, is I'm helping people be better at being people by, again, there's a lot of coaching involved, there's a lot of questions, asking people to explore deep inside themselves to understand who they are, and that is something that is. An integral part of what I do, and yeah, I'm a ex-military guy that does stuff that, on the face of it, sounds pretty macho and overt and very sort of gung ho, if you like. However, it's so far from the actual experience of what we do. Is yeah, this is when we're deep. You can say what mm. you do, but we've lived it a little yeah, bit. You yeah, know, like yeah. um, you know, you've took us there. Mm. You know, like, you know, from the from the campfire to the fucking hyena, <laughs> yeah. um, to the, the 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 problems like like vehicles breaking down in the middle of nowhere. You know, I've I've often thought, you know, like I used to go fishing quite a lot, and I'd get myself off by myself in yeah. the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I'd look for places on the on the on the maps that were, looked like as remote as fucking possible because yeah. I was going there to escape from society. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The fishing was a bonus, yeah. you know. But a lot of the time, you're out there. You think, well, if anything goes wrong, mm. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> now that feeling in the middle of Africa, you know, uh, really in the middle of nowhere, with yeah. not, you know, the hospital might be a fucking thousand miles away, not fifty miles away. It's not in another country, you know. Right. Well. I'm glad you're happy with it. Oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm absolutely buzzing with it, and even more so, I'm yeah. buzzing with the fact that we've got this conversation recorded. So, um, anybody who's listening, we're going to uh, uh, just put together a little bit of resources on um, what we've been speaking about. So, um, see, I say um a lot. The uh, we'll drop some links in the in the description and. 
the uh, some of the the books that we've spoke about, some of the authors that we've spoke about. I've actually got my favourite author tattooed on my leg. All right. That's that's Napoleon Hill. Yeah. What does it say underneath? A goal, a goal is a dream with a, with a deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we've been talking about. Absolutely, that's what we've been talking about. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on goal setting and I think I'm going to set it as one of my goals to do this, you know. Um, I think I'd be crazy not to. Well, it'll no? change your life. <clears throat> so anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. Um, it's been a long and, uh, for me, certainly a very enjoyable episode of the creators podcast um i hope everybody listens and this listens and enjoyed it and um hopefully like i've said several times hopefully uh we've made um uh, sparked a little spark of uh inspiration into people to 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 get off their ass and go and do something even if you don't do this just go and do something thanks for listening